Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Afternoon, delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colacan District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Hello, Max. Hello. Happy long weekend to you. Yeah. <laughs> how's, uh, how's it all going? Good. Keeping busy or? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. <laughs> uh, what you been up to this weekend? Anything uh, exciting? Uh Last night, we went to the Speedway. Yep. Yeah. Um, Shah and I got to drive the buggy. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been an experience. Uh-huh. How'd you go? Good. Yep. They turned the lights off um, while we were out there. <laughs> Just so. to uh, fulfil the experience? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Um, and any plans for tomorrow? Are you uh, having a day off and just enjoying it? or uh, No idea. <laughs> yep. It will be what it will be. Yeah. Well, we best get uh, this show underway straight away because uh, today's topic is going to uh, disintegrate quite quickly <laughs> if we don't. So uh, let's find out what's in the Yumbox. <laughs> What have we got uh, in our yum box from was it the Netherlands? Yep. Yep. Um, we have cheese and onion potato chips mm-hmm. and aged Gouda cheese crispies. Ah, so we're all uh, savoury this week. Which one are we going to start with first? The uh, potato chips yep. that are the cheese and onion flavour. Mm-hmm. So, apparently, we've struck gold by having these in the box, Max. Uh, the Dutch nickname for cheese is yellow gold. Mm. And rightfully so. Cheese has been made in the Netherlands since all the way back in 80 BC. <laughs> Julius Caesar even mentioned the Dutch cheese in one of his books. So are you ready to find out what all the hubbub is about? And uh, check out these cheese and onion potato chips direct from the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie, let's find out what is inside. Uh, packaging wise, they're looking reasonably similar to the traditional potato chip that we have here in Australia. Um, foil lined, etc., etc. It says that they are bio organic. Aren't all potato chips made of bio, or is it maybe the packaging that's bio organic? Hand cooked potato chips. Mm. Well, they're sounding pretty crunchy <laughs> from across the studio. They look um, 
Have we tried any of their chips yet? I know we've had the Stroop Waffle, and last week, what else did we have? I can't remember now. No, last week we had the um, Fruit and Licorice Juice, so we haven't had their chips yet. So, potato chip-wise, they're like, they look similar to Thin's potato chips in the cut style and cooking. It says hand-cooked potato chips. They don't feel all that... Like, they, you can feel the flavouring on the outside. But they don't feel... You know how sometimes some potato chips feel really oily and greasy? Yeah. These aren't too bad. These are dry and crunchy. Mmm. How are they going for the cheese and onion flavour? I can sort of taste it. Considering that, yeah, they're so famous for their cheese in the Netherlands... I would have thought that the cheesy, powdery flavour might have... I can taste more onion than I can taste cheese. Mm-hmm. But definitely says in the package that they're cheese and onion. So, potato, sunflower oil, cornflower, onion. Yeah, okay. Should be a bit of a garlicky flavour there as well, but I'm not actually getting a cheese flavour. Mm. Please don't let us down, Netherlands. <laughs> um, what's your thoughts? Um, need more flavouring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite a, a subtle flavour. As I said, I, I can taste the onion more than the cheese, and usually cheese is quite an easy flavour to pull off in a powdered form. I wonder if it, you know, all du dusts at the bottom of the bag or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't mind them, but um, I'll admit, probably I've had tastier cheese and onion chips in the past. Mm. What are we going for uh, on round two? The Gouda Cheese Krispies. So another cheesy um, flavoured item. Mm -hmm. So these should be crunchy, cheesy. Now, when you hear the word Gouda, what do you think of? Type of cheese. Type <laughs> of cheese. Gouda the cheese didn't actually originate, though, in Gouda, the town. Mm -hmm. Originally, it was made in the surrounding areas in the 12th century. It took on the name because the town of Gouda had kind of a monopoly on the sales of cheese. It was the cheese capital for buying and selling. And uh, luckily, the monopoly is no more, so you don't have to fly to Gouda just to buy that type of cheese. You can crunch on these uh, crispy biscuits instead. So these aren't chips. These are like a wheat biscuit. Aged Gouda Cheese Krispies. So again, I'm hoping that these are going to uh, pack a bit more of a punch than the, the cheese and onion flavour. So they look a little bit like um, the, oh, what do they call those things? The dried out bread croutons. It's mm. kind of that sort of consistency. Tiny little wheat crunchy things. They're very light. Oh, these are nice. <laughs> as crunchy as they are, they're also melt in your mouth. Mm. I don't really like it. <laughs> oh, see, I do. That's really nice. Um, I've had something like this before. I think the cheese is all throughout the, the bready base stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm... Okay, I'm very much disagreeing with you there, Max. That... They taste awesome. <laughs> They're light and 
So it's hard to describe. Light and fluffy, or very aerated, kind of... I, yeah, I guess you would call them biscuit. Mm. But because it's wheat-based, it's it's got more of a bread texture, but it's like toast almost. Yeah. That's what it tastes like, cheesy toast. <laughs> if the cheese was cooked in the toast. It's not a cheese toasty. <laughs> it's cheese bread toasted, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, I, I do like that, but you're not a fan. No. What's, what's turning you off? Flavour. <laughs> the flavour, you're, you're just not a Gouda fan. Yeah. So, thumbs down for that one. Yeah. Okay. So, the chips weren't too bad, but the, the crispy things, no good. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll admit defeat this week. Coolly cool. Well, we might uh, keep on rolling so that our uh, topic doesn't get too melty here in the studio. But uh, for those who've jumped on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, they'll know today that we're looking at paddle pops. So uh, we're going to take a very quick break and we'll be back to talk paddle pops right after this. It is time and afternoon delight to have a look at this week's topic of paddle pops. What do you think of when you uh, think of paddle pops, Max? Ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, they are uh, very well known. Um, actually, they were one of the highest renowned brands of ice cream when they celebrated their 50th anniversary uh, about 10 or so years ago now. Um, but they're produced by Streets Ice Cream, which uh, was founded... Back in the 1930s by Edward Street and his wife Daisy, um, back in Coromel, New South Wales. The Paddle Pops themselves are sold all over Australia and New Zealand. A few other countries have Paddle Pops, but they're a very iconic Australian ice cream. Um, They're held for eating on a wooden stick, and they're known as Paddle Pop Sticks, so much so that people don't often call them Icy Pole Sticks or Wooden Sticks anymore. You actually call them paddle pop sticks whether or not they come from a paddle pop. Mm-hmm. So how good is that branding? That's like uh, people who ask for a biro. They're technically asking for a ballpoint pen, but biro markets them so well that people just think of that is what a ballpoint pen is called. Mm-hmm. So paddle pops are so iconic, people call the sticks paddle pop sticks. And uh, when they use them for arts and crafts, sometimes they might be called a craft stick or a, <laughs> a popsicle stick. But I know I, I often ask for a paddle pop stick. The uh, the brand has a very well known lion. Do you know the name of uh, the paddle pop lion, Max? No. If I put a comma in that sentence, do you know the name of the paddle pop lion, Max? <laughs> that is the name of the paddle pop lion. <laughs> So your namesake is uh, quite famous. <laughs> he gets up to all sorts of uh, mischief and has done since the very early years. He's changed quite a lot. And if you head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, we've posted up a photo of the various incarnations of the Paddle Pop Lion. He started off looking um, just like a cartoon lion, similar to the drawings of the Wizard of Oz, the Cowardly Lion in the um, L. Frank Baum books. Um as just a kind of talking line then once colour came along uh, he started changing a little bit more and then he started 
getting all dressed up and wearing clothes <laughs> as as he progressed. These days he's 3D animated, and it just oh, messes with my head. Mm-hmm. I uh, I can't keep it in my head. But when you think of the Paddle Pop Lion, what does he look like? Uh, big mane. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> in a while. It doesn't get marketed as much on TV as it used to. It's a lot of online marketing now for kids. Um, the Paddle Pop uh, website and stuff like that has... has various games and things to, you know, educate kids as well as uh, entertain them at the same time. But, uh, yeah, these days he's all kitted up kind of like Indiana Jones. He's got um, fingerless gloves and uh, a waistcoat, belted pants and stuff, and gallivants around on adventures, kind of a bit like a pirate. My one had a safari suit when I was a kid, and I remember the Paddle Pops having a special promotion of the paw print Paddle Pops, where it was chalk mint and it was a mint ice cream with chocolate paw prints throughout the ice cream and they pop up from time to time but yeah the the one that sticks in my mind from the cartoons on tv and the ads was definitely the safari suit paddle pop line but uh, let us know on the facebook page who is your max uh, of your childhood which one do you remember is it the 3d animated one is he wearing clothes is he more a, a cartoon line. There's some there from, you know, 60s onwards. Um, he always has the big mane in the face. But, uh, yeah, which one is your max? So the Paddle Pops themselves were launched to the public by Streets in 1953. Uh, became one of the best-known brands in Australia. And it is Streets' biggest volume of ice cream that they produce, $70 million annual turnover. That's a lot of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2005, the year after their 50th anniversary, there was a spin-off product, which was the Paddle Pop flavour in a dairy snack form. So you can now get Paddle Pop cups, which I'm sure you would have had or seen uh, the the cup versions. You can get them in tubs now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The size of the Paddle Pop reduced in size back in 2010. Streets claimed it was to make them healthier, but others attribute to food inflation prices go up sizes go down just to try and keep paddle pops a similar um, size and price as a kid they were always one of the cheaper ice creams Um, they weren't in the league of you know magnum or drumsticks and things like that they were the ones that if you saved your pocket money you could buy yourself a paddle pop (laughs) and they were pretty plain flavors but you knew what you were getting in 1999 Paddle Pop was launched in Malaysian Indonesia with a promotion that featured a unique thermochromic glow-in-the-dark plastic stick. Now, we didn't get these in Australia, but I do know that various promotions over the years of other uh, ice cream brands have had um, plastic sticks. Some of them uh, you could use for connector constructions, kind of like Meccano almost. Um, and there was a range when they phased out Billabong ice creams, they were replaced with, uh, now I can't even remember the name of those ones, but they had the plastic sticks that you're meant to keep and use for craft activities. But, um, yeah, the paddle pops themselves are available in 20 different countries, although they're not always sold under the street's name. Um, sometimes it's street's heart brand 
company or walls or HB ice cream. But that's the basic um, overview of uh, the paddle hop. And uh, as I said, we, we do have to keep the show chipping along pretty quickly today because when we have ice cream in the studio, it doesn't always last. Um, do you have a favourite paddle pop flavour, Max? Um, not really. Not really? There's lots of different ones out there. Um, from time to time they have uh, special flavours, but the traditional one has always been chocolate or rainbow. At the moment there's strawberry milkshake. The um, paddle pop icy blasts are a tie-in with the Minions. Now, I would have thought that Minions would be banana-flavoured, but yeah. but what uh, what flavour do you think the Icy Blast is for Minions if it's not banana? Still a yellow colour. Vanilla? No, it's tropical. Oh. It seems totally off-brand for Minions. Um, there's Paddle Pop Icy Poles as well. They have lemonade or a, a combination of lemonade and raspberry, kind of a two-tone flavour. And the Paddle Pop Koalas... Uh, we've got those in the studio as well, a choc caramel uh, paddle pop. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back after this to go head-to-head with some paddle wops. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. I know, Max. We have some very slippery, sloppy ice cream. Um, Paddle Pops aren't really meant to live outside the freezer. (laughs) These guys have only been out for about 15 minutes or so because I took them straight from the freezer into the studio, and yet... Oh, boy, what a mess. (laughs) So, we have three different um, Paddle Pop flavours to go head-to-head with today. The traditional chocolate, rainbow, and then the newest addition to the family, the Choc Caramel Koala. Um, so, <laughs> what do we want to try first? Uh, the chocolate. Go the chocolate. Yep. So what we've done is we've halved a paddle pop each on some uh, <laughs> plastic trays to try and limit the spillage. What's your first thoughts as you have a bite down on the because it's kept its shape reasonably well, mm-hmm. but flavour-wise, what are you thinking? It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got a good cocoa taste right through. Like, it's not a um, a really rich chocolate taste. It's kind of similar to Yogo or, you know maybe one and a half scoops of uh, chocolate quick <laughs> in in its um, taste flavour, but it's definitely a, a good, strong base of chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to try and chop caramel it up next with yeah. the uh, <laughs> what's left of the koala? Now, it's, it's the only ice cream I can think of that is grey, like they've kept with the the koala um, colouring, so it's a grey ice cream with kind of a white nose and eyes, mm-hmm. and 
Um, it's supporting wires, which is a uh, um, something we'll chat about afterwards because uh, otherwise these are going to melt away to nothing. But um, made with Australian dairy milk. What are you thinking of whatever's left of the the chopped caramel koala? That's good. Mm, very caramelly, actually. Uh-huh. The, um, the chocolate ice cream is the grey, and I think the caramel might be the, the, um, the white nose scent, which is odd to have it kind of reverse like that, unless it's white chocolate, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But, um... When it's it comes straight out of the freezer, it's shaped like an a koala's head. So that got, one wasn't. No, that one. Uh, as I said, it's not really hot in the studio, but paddle pops are designed to be eaten as they come out of the freezer. Yeah, they're uh, they're good for slopping about the back of a car on a road trip, <laughs> or toilet stop. Everyone out, have your paddle pop. <laughs> then we're getting back in the car. Which is what people might be doing on their long weekend, perhaps. Um, the chocolate paddle pop um, comes in various states. We've got the paddle pop on a stick, or the paddle pop shaky shake, which is a cup version that you eat with a spoon. That's what I should have done all around here, is just got <laughs> the spoonable ice cream doesn't need to be on a stick <laughs> um, but yeah Wise is a koala rehabilitation facility and so um, portions of the profits from the purchase of the koala ice creams goes into supporting koala drinking projects, education research and uh, yeah, looking after koalas mm-hmm. so we'll pop the details about that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page as well we have one last um, paddle pop to taste test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever's left of the rainbow. So, what colours are in the rainbow paddle pop? Um, looks like orange, I mean yellow, purple, pink. Yeah. I think orange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's just <laughs> because the colours are mixed together. I think traditionally, yeah, it's yellow, purple, pink. Now, the big question on everyone's lips. What flavour is a rainbow paddle pop? We've just had chopped caramel. A lot of people think that rainbow tastes like caramel, but is it? I would have thought rainbow would be like bubblegum or something. Yeah, but it it doesn't. It's made with, um, you know, just dairy milk and the like, but no one truly knows what flavour it is. Banana tastes like banana. Chocolate tastes like chocolate. Rainbow, it's that mixture of I don't know what. But it's very iconic. Out of those three, the choc caramel, chocolate and rainbow, how are you ranking them? Um... Chopped caramel, rainbows, and chocolate. Okay, yep. I'm probably putting 
It might just because it's so ambiguous, but I'm probably putting the rainbow at the bottom of my pole. I agree, definitely the choc caramel had that extra kick to it. And I'm a bit of a sweet tooth in that regard. But, yeah, so for me it's probably choc caramel, chocolate, and rainbow. But if, um, if I'd had banana, that would definitely be at the top of my list. I'm very much, uh, whenever it comes to paddle pops, if there's a banana, it's my go-to. <laughs> Um, so that's our uh, ranking. We'll pop that up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. If you would like to uh, join the conversation, let us know what your favourite paddle pop is. But as I said, they have more than just the ice cream flavours. There's that Tropical Blast the Minions pack. They also have Icy Poles, and they're called Icy Twists. Now, they look like a square tornado. Is that a good description? <laughs> Yeah. Can you picture that in your head? It kind of looks Minecrafty. If Minecraft had a tornado, it would be made of these ice blocks, I think. <laughs> and that's what a Paddle Pop Icy Twist looks like. It's got grooves in it that makes it a square icy pole. So it feels odd when you eat it because it's like eating an ice block, but it's on a stick. They also have the Cyclones, which are made with fruit juice. Um, peach, pineapple, blueberry flavours, and it's in a twister kind of uh, arrangement. So that's the uh, the Cyclone Pops. You can purchase these sorts of things usually from a, any you know corner store in a single, but they are also purchasable as multi-packs to share out at home. But uh, so we might take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back <laughs> with a sweetest tune. And keep letting us know, who is your Max? Which era of Max, the iconic Paddle Pop Lion, do you remember the most from your childhood? We'll be back after this. It's time for the Afternoon Delight sweetest tune and we discussed a couple of different ideas off air mm-hmm. uh, we thought of the Brisbane Lions theme song but then uh, might be paddle poppy enough <laughs> there's a song by the year years called Gold Lion there's a few other Lion songs maybe Katy Perry's Roar but then online quite a lot there is an ongoing joke that the lead singer from Nickelback looks like the Paddle Pop Lion. So, Nickelback are one of these bands that divide the nation. You either kind of like them, you obsess about them, or you despise them. (laughs) They're not known for... They're a Canadian rock band. They're not known for... uh, uh, I don't know, their their hits as such. They're more well-known for not being liked. Does that make sense? Famous for people not liking them. Mm. <laughs> um, the most, one of the most commercially um, successful Canadian rock bands, but here in Australia, they're kind of uh, seen as bogan rock. So when a concert comes out, they sell out really quickly, and then anyone that doesn't like them will mock their friends that bought tickets to a Nickelback concert. Um. So we've got a few different options here. We've got Photograph, How You Remind Me, Rockstar, 
There's plenty of Nickelback out there uh, that we've got in the OCRFM uh, music library. Did you uh, come up with one that you thought might be our sweetest tune for this week, Max, out of that list of Nickelback tunes that possibly don't get aired all that much? Uh, or chosen? Rockstar. Rockstar? Okay, we'll go with Rockstar then. So, um, uh, when it comes to Rockstar, um, the song itself comes from their fifth album called All The Right Reasons, released in 2005, which is the the year after the 50th anniversary of Paddle Pop, so that, that ties in reasonably well. <laughs> it was initially only released in the US and Canada. It was uh, then subsequently released worldwide. Um and so the lyrics feed to the pretentiousness of wannabe rock stars. They crave money, cars, women, and there's spoken word vocals provided by Billy Gibbons, who's a member of uh, ZZ Top. It's one of Nickelback's most popular songs, peaked at number two in the UK, and uh, this is what it sounds like. I'm through a standing in line, the clubs I'm never getting. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never gonna Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. The paddle pop line himself. Nickelback there, rock star. <laughs> uh, we've just been um, having a look at some of the flavours from over the years of paddle pops. Um, some of the early paddle pop flavours vanilla, chocolate, and fruit salad. Fruit salad? That's, that's some of the very first. Uh, flavors frozen on sticks, new from streets, and uh, it's got the very casual Max the Lion there. <laughs> but um, over the years, there have been so many different flavors. Uh, the caramel choc paddle pop. Um, it was one of my favorites as a kid. As I said, the paw print ones that um, were choc mint. Um, but another one that I'd forgotten all about until researching for today's show was the Mud Puddle Paddle Pop. So these had an ice cream uh, outer layer, then inside was kind of gooey chocolate. I don't know how they managed to get gooey chocolate in a frozen treat. Uh. But uh, my, it was good. (laughs) Um, What other flavours did we come across? Uh, Some of the different ones in their kind of less milk-based range, more the... Um, icy pole style were the paddle pop blasters rainbow um, uh, paddle pop came on a a twist they had a marshmallow flavoured paddle pop and the chalk toffee as well yeah um, which is kind of early years some of them fall out of favour and uh, change there's some limited edition ones that come um, from time to time. They had an Aussie rainbow and a green and golden gay time promotion at one stage. Um, so that was kind of a, a lime, a lemon lime paddle pop. Um, I cannot remember what the flavour was. I can only find pictures of a paddle pop that was purple on the outside and had like a jelly centre. They were jelly centre paddle pops. But I can't remember exactly what flavours they were. If anyone knows, please <laughs> let me know. 
Um, Paddle Pops have also had the uh, Tubes, which are very similar to Calippos. I'm not quite sure how they they got away with that. Um, The Paddle Pop Watermelon Sticks, which were shaped like a slice of frozen watermelon. Mm -hmm. And what else we got? Lemon Blast. That was a short-lived flavour. Again, more an icy pole than an ice cream. But, uh, yeah, which Paddle Pop flavour has been your favourite over the years? Um, Jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know. 0439 329 713. That is 0439 329 713. Or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, share in the comments um, who's your max and which which Paddle Pop flavour is your favourite. Tyson's... uh, jumped on the Facebook page and he's circled the uh, the Paddle Pop lines he remembers from childhood. Uh, the Safari Suit one's in there. Yes, that's from mine. He also remembers a T-shirt, um, Max, who has the Streets logo on a T-shirt and an older style one as well. So uh, check it out. Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Let us know your thoughts on the Paddle Pops. What's your favourite flavour? And we'll be back to uh, share a recipe right after this. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? afternoon delighted it's time for us to share a recipe we're going to pop one up there that technically isn't a paddle pop at all it just looks like rainbow paddle pop but it looks intriguing yeah. uh the it's a paddle pop slice but it's only that the different colors come together we'll, we'll pop that one up as a bonus but what are we actually going to uh share recipe wise today max uh homemade chocolate popsicle yeah so <gasps> kind of your own homemade chocolate paddle pop what do we need? 500 mils of milk, 2 tablespoons of sugar, 1 tablespoon of cocoa, and 1 tablespoon of corn flour. Mm-hmm. Place the milk into a saucepan and bring to the boil. Whisk in the sugar, cocoa, and corn flour. Stir consti- con- constantly. <laughs> until the mixture is has thickened pour into popsicle molds and freeze a very difficult recipe if ever there was one yeah <laughs> if, if you don't have um any sort of ice cream molds uh it, you can put them into just ice cube trays mm-hmm. and uh, pop them out like that and you have little frozen treats or you can um use plastic cups and put an icy pole stick in that mm-hmm. and that will free you as well radio we're uh, fast running out of time as always on this show i don't know where the time goes but uh let's quickly find out what's new on the shelf what's new
Okie dokie. Now, this is uh, actually sent in by a listener. Uh, so, thank you um, for bringing our attention to the new Whitaker's block of uh, the jelly... What are they calling it? Jelly tip, tip block. It's apparently new for uh, Whitaker's. Now, Whitaker's are kind of a more refined chocolate block. Um, the bars themselves are a lot bigger than your traditional chocolate block. And they're in a special packaging. Very <laughs> special. All, all golden stuff. Yeah. It feels a bit like Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh, so, describe what we've got here, Max. Is that a white chocolate? Yeah. So it's white chocolate top. But With a milk chocolate base. Hmm. Then on the inside... What are you getting there? It's like a um, jelly sort of thing. Yeah, like a raspberry jelly centre. Mm-hmm. And it's very, um, what's the word? Very sharp taste <laughs> <laughs> of raspberry jelly. Yeah. It certainly hits home as soon as it uh, bursts through the chocolate. And you get that, yeah, jelly burst taste. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? That's good. Mm. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? Mm-hmm. No problemo. Well, we better take the quickest quick breaks because it's almost time for us to get out of here. It is time for us to open up the Kinder Surprise. Max is <laughs> absolutely tearing the layers to pieces in a hurried flurry. What have we got in there, Max? <laughs> Looks like a turtle or something. Turtle, perhaps? Okay, so you got a... Yeah, looks looking like a shell in two halves and then a, maybe a tortoise or a turtle head. Uh, maybe a tail at the other end. I'll let you... While you're piecing that together, we'll have a quick look back at the Facebook page from last week when we were talking profiteroles. Uh, our big question was, what is your favourite profiterole filling? Uh, Steffi says, whatever magic that a local bakery, can't name them unfortunately due to the fact that they're not a sponsor at ACRFM, but uh, she says they're the best ones in town. Uh, Tiana says, custard flavour is the best. And... We also uh, shared the new Pringles Passport flavours. Wanted to know if you've tasted either the uh, New York-style cheeseburger or this Sichuan-style spicy chicken. Uh, Megan was not a fan. <laughs> she's she's given the uh, old um, I feel sick emoji a good beating on the Facebook page there. So uh, keep letting us know on the Facebook page this week... Um, who is your Max? Which of the Paddle Pop lines did you grow up with? And let us know, what is your favourite Paddle Pop flavour? 
0439-329-713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. How you going there, Max? Seems like it's a slow and steady wins the race to uh, put the tortoise together. He's got big clunky feet that aren't connecting all that easily. Mm -hmm. Is it working? <laughs> He's being very patient and persistent. So having to slot the tortoise's head in first, he's gone for the instructions now. That might be helpful. Perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. One end of the tortoise looks the other like the other. Hopefully by this time next week, Max will have been able to piece it together. But for now, it's time for us to get out of here. We'll catch you next Sunday from 3pm to do it all again. And as always, if you want to uh, get in contact, you can email lolly at ocrfm.org.au or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight